The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. This is the cream in your coffee, your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler, the Jewish canon, the physical embodiment of charisma, the most entertaining man in professional wrestling, the Bernie Sanders of professional wrestling, the best of the best, Mr. American Rana Davey Wrestling, the 104-minute man, the main event. I'm really, really good at Twitter, the king of taunts, the product David Starr, and you're listening to the Rough House Podcast. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast courtesy of the Realm Network here at the Rough House where black people and white people watch wrestling and Hispanic people too and all people. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi. Hey, now's the time to talk about the things that won't get the Secret Service looking into us. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, hello. Welcome. Welcome to the social distance house. Uh, yes. Yeah. House. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which rolls ass. Yeah, <laughs> that it does. Hi, uh, I'm Marty. I'm Christoph. And uh, thanks for your patience for us not putting an episode up. Funny note, not one person reached out to me saying, where's a new episode last week? Yeah, yeah. Like everyone <laughs> not a just single kinda, person. Kind of shrugged that one off, huh? It's wonder, almost as if nobody listens. Wonder what that's about. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. uh, but yes, I, I uh, in something that sounds almost hysterical in concept now, I was away doing a super art fight show uh, all last weekend, uh, surrounded yeah. by thousands of people. Uh, and uh, what kind of convention was this, uh, Chris? No? Yeah, that was a furry convention, Chris. Yeah, yeah. buddy. Yeah. See some butts? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No? No open butts hanging out? No. No. They, no. they, they, go, full, thing? they go full mascot suit, Chris. Like, yeah, oh, I know. But don't they have, like, easy access for butt stuff? If they do. Some of them, perhaps? If, if they do, it's it, it was not something I saw on the floor. So, I have to say, uh, before before we get into the meat of this episode, which let's be honest, there's not a lot of meat on the bone. Um, hey, um, I honestly thought it was going to be a lot more brazen than it was. Like, okay. it it really felt like any other convention I've ever worked, except for people were almost exclusively dressed up like animals. Okay, like, so so maybe ninety five to five percent ratio of dressed up to not dressed up. Yeah. Yeah, like it, uh, it, it was it was very it was a very high amount. But like, you know, because of being booked at comic conventions and anime conventions and video game conventions and that sort of thing. Sure. I'm 
was already kind of exposed to like the furry world previously. Um, right. The only thing that was at all remotely different was like just how open they were about their furriness. Yeah, well, uh, I mean that's you know which that's their which, bit, is, which so. is their bit. Um, but like you know, otherwise it was just like working any other convention. Uh, I was very amused though. <laughs> the hotel the convention was at, uh, all the staff wore ears. Like actually, okay. like the it was at a Hyatt. The Hyatt staff wore ears. Like they were. They were happy, having a good time. They were time. happy to have the business. Oh, okay. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Especially right now. I'm sure they're looking back on last weekend and going, remember those days, the Halcyon days, looking yeah. back. Was there a, um, a the most frequent uh, animal, uh, you know, that was uh, portrayed the most? Did uh, you keep tally? I didn't really keep tally of that. I mean, a, a lot of people, um, you know, it was very dog-like. There was one instance where we were uh, on, it was like Saturday night, we were heading back up to our rooms to crash for the night. We were on our elevator with a guy in his suit. And mm-hmm. like unlike everybody else where it kind of has a like mascotty feel, yeah. this guy looked like a legit German shepherd. Okay. And that was unnerving. Yeah. Like, um, like you start humping your leg? No, no, no. They, no hey, they, I will say something I thought finish. was, something <laughs> I thought was interesting is, all those in the fursuits, they have, like, a little badge, which explains the level of physical interaction they're okay with. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's, uh, okay. Yeah, like, like they are a very, like, consent-heavy crew, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, because you'd think that... I mean, I don't know, uh, yeah. but one would oppo- uh, assume that somebody who is into this is in it for the attention, but right. I guess that's not the case. No, no. It, 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 honestly, I mean, that that's the other thing that was kind of uh, uh, interesting is so at other conventions, you basically see the spectrum of fandom. Sure. Um, uh, on many levels, you know, in terms of um, uh, a spectrum of intelligence and spectrum of sexuality and spectrum and hygiene of, and hygiene and spectrum <laughs> of gender and all those different yeah. things. This was a, an example where almost universally it was the socially awkward ones. <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I guess you couldn't tell the uh, the gender of uh, the people in the costumes necessarily, or could right, you? Right, right. Uh, well, uh, they did have, uh, for your badge, if you were so inclined, a ribbon to indicate your pronouns. Okay. All yeah. Right. Again, this is the, I, which isn't unheard of. I mean, when we yeah. went to MAGFest, they had similar. You know, sure. it's, it's very, again, uh, the, the whole convention world, uh, by the way, pro wrestling podcast, um, yeah. the, the whole convention world is very much now one where it's like very accepting of all kinds, all types, whatever your thing is and being okay with communicating that externally, you know, feel okay. free to be externally who you are internally and, and, and all of that, which is cool. Uh, but yeah, this was definitely, um, you know, when we would have small talk at the table or someone came up to us and was like, Oh, I really liked your show. It, it definitely was the, uh, the more socially awkward <laughs> folks that, that we experience, which traditionally is a smaller percentage at shows, right? but, uh, was a higher percentage at this one, not in a bad way. It's just, you kind of go like, okay, I need to find the polite way to get out of these conversations. Yeah. Cause if I don't, did you, did you, how did the show go? Did you pick up some new people for the email list or? Uh, yeah, no show, show went <clears throat> great. Shows went really well. We had a really great time. Um, in fact, 
the guy who actually ran the convention came to our Saturday night show and loved nice. us. So, nice. um, you know, provided any of us are allowed to leave our house ever again, uh, probably a new <laughs> annual booking for us, okay, uh, which nice. is good because that like early March time frame was always an empty one for us. So lousy smart bookings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, I get it. Most times like conventions and even us when we would book shows, it's like, OK, end of February, early March. That's like blizzard season. Let's yeah. Not try to book anything. But, um, you know, well, the world's on fire, literally and figuratively. So, yes. you know, it kind of worked out really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. What one last hurrah before uh, <laughs> everything got shut down, because, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I, I am pretty sure uh, this is something you've already heard. But let's just run through it. Uh, NBA canceled. Uh, XFL canceled. NCAA uh-huh. basketball. Uh, <laughs> no March Madness to be seen. That's yep. canceled. NHL. No, NHL canceled. Yep. Uh, Golf. The Masters postponed. Can- mm-hmm, NASCAR gone. postponed. Uh, I thought NASCAR was continuing on without crowds. Did they change that? Oh, I don't know. I thought I thought I read or heard. Uh... Something about them postponing, but I could be wrong. Uh, Bellator was going to continue on without crowds. Canceled. Okay. Uh, UFC ran a show in Brazil last night and are claiming they're going to keep running shows. Good luck sure. with that, Dana. <laughs> um, concerts canceled left and right. Uh, yeah, MLB spring training and opening of the season put on hold. Yep, at least two-week delay for opening day. At least. What about the WNBA? Are they still going? Uh, I believe they're in their off-season. Um, okay. So, so, okay. so excellent Phew. time. Thank you, God. You know what? If the WNBA was the one, everyone just went, you know what? They got less than 250 people per game anyway. It's all right. <laughs> Thank God the WNBA is not affected. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, everything is getting canceled. Uh, up to I get to have an awkward conversation. Uh, we were going to start full press uh, push for a Super Art Fight show at Baltimore's own Auto Bar, April 4th, yeah. our own Mania Weekend show, if you will. And yeah. uh, no, probably not. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, uh, as uh, the Auto Bar. I love the Auto Bar dearly. Yes, but yes. there's probably some other isms floating around in the air and on the walls at the Auto Bar that, uh, you I know. Mean, my thought process is I've used their bathroom multiple times. I'm immune to everything. Right, right, right. But, yeah, I mean, I, I've already had a handful of people who are on said show reach out to me and say, hey. Yeah. I can't do it because of this that another thing, including one of our roster members who's in Japan and in turn will be on a two week oh. quarantine. Oh dear. And will not be able to be a part of it any longer. So yeah, that's that's just where we are. But you know what continues on unabated, ladies and gentlemen? The World Wrestling Federation. WWE <laughs> The worldwide leader in sports entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Then <laughs> now forever, whether you like it or not. They're yeah. going to be putting on shows. Uh, we had uh, a SmackDown that was live from the Performance Center. Actually, we had a we had an NXT, NXT. that was from the Performance yep. Center. That was already happening because of some sort of awards gala uh, at Full Sail. The, right. The last hurrah for Full Sail, it sounds like, because um, they just announced they're not having any events. But, uh, yeah, uh, SmackDown was live in front of no crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the performance center raw is going to be live with no crowd from the performance yep. center but they're gonna have steve austin because it is 316 that's right uh unless you're in the uk where it's 163 and you're really confused then um, <laughs> you can't get over here <laughs> yeah exactly uh and i guess nxt for the foreseeable future will be live without a crowd for the performance center uh it's well they did have a 
didn't they have a crowd on on NXT? Well, well, they had a crowd Wednesday this past night. week. Yes, this yes, past yes, week because yes. it was before. Uh, because literally <laughs> Wednesday night was when the shit hit the fan. Um, yeah, literally, <laughs> in, I, 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 I uh, even told you this. I was watching Dynamite because that's the uh, show I choose to watch live. I was watching yeah. AEW Dynamite. I wasn't paying attention to the main event one lick because it was like, oh, we're having a ban on travel and someone from the NBA just tested positive and they're canceling the season and NHL's probably going to cancel their season and March Madness is off. And like it was in like the 30 minute period that the world yeah. just shut down. And it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Uh, craziest things I've ever lived through. And yeah, it, it, it's almost like we're living through the opening montage of a zombie movie. Yes. Yes. Or, <laughs> you or know? the end credits of rise of the planet of the apes where you just see like yeah. the, the numbers go up oh. and yeah, Man, uh, that trilogy is so fucking good. It, it, it's one of the most <laughs> underrated trilogies. It had zero, um, it, 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 they had no reason to be that good. Agreed. And it was a fucking amazing. Uh, I mean, Matt Reeves, who I is, he's the one doing the, the new Batman, right? He is doing the Batman. Uh, although that right now, two week delay at least. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the uh, the Planet of the Apes films. I remember seeing the trailer for it and was like, "Who the fuck wants this?" Yeah, man, happily eat my words on that. I I was only sold on it because a Andy Circus and b a buddy of mine uh, told me it was really really good and worth seeing. Yeah. Uh, so that's how I ended up seeing the first, although it wasn't until it was on, like, DVD that I gave it the time of day. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, WWE going to continue on <laughs> in that regard. So I guess we're going to have a Raw this week. I guess we're going to have an NXT. I guess we're going to have a SmackDown. If SmackDown is an indication, it's really weird. Uh, the, they are playing to a crowd that isn't there. Right. Um, you, they're you, stopping wrestling during the commercial they're breaks, They're stopping apparently. wrestling during the commercial breaks. Um we're supposed to see something similar with AEW Dynamite as they're going to be doing at least one show from uh, Daly's Place in Jacksonville, home of the, uh, what was it, Fight for the Fallen and the uh, and, uh, New Year's Day Raw yeah, or uh, Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah, <laughs> um, but apparently no crowd for that uh, because yeah. the Rochester show uh, got pushed off to July, as did the March 25th Blood and Guts date, which apparently... Uh, from what good old Uncle Dave was saying, the Blood and Guts show itself will now be pushed to July. Oh, so oh, so the match, so the match itself will oh. not be occurring on March twenty fifth. Oh, that's a bummer. Um, they were it, really ramping up their bill to it, and I was getting hyped. Yeah, and then uh, March first and March eighth, those Dynamite shows also have been uh, April. Oh, sorry, yes, sorry, April. Okay. April 1st, there's a, there's a lot <laughs> to, to think about here. My brain, uh, definitely, I will say this, pro wrestling is no longer in the top five things I'm thinking about in any given moment. Um, it's now in a solid six through ten, depending on the moment. Um, but yeah, April 1st and 8th, Dynamites, those have been postponed as well. So presumably those will also air from somewhere random. Uh, there's a lot of great ideas out there online right now. Doing it from the Hardy compound, for example, is, is one I've seen a lot of. Would love that. Would love that. Now, uh, obviously, the cons own the Jaguars. I don't know if the Jaguars have some kind of training facility that they yeah. could uh, use. 
That would be cool. I mean, that that's sort of where the Daily's Place idea came into to the conversation because that's part of the compound. The complex, of, yeah. And the cons own it. So, mm. you know, there's that. But, yeah, the, the, the training facilities, the stadium itself, yeah. uh, they, they could get weird. But the, the big thing that's looming overhead is the lack of cancellation for WrestleMania. Um, yeah. Right now it is supposed to occur on uh, April the 6th. Sunday night, Tampa, Florida. Three weeks from now, if I'm, yeah. my math's correct. 80,000 people <laughs> in theory, although I'm sure that number got cut up because you're not going to have anyone from the UK coming in. Um, or anybody from Europe. Yeah. Uh, no no one from Europe coming in. I'd imagine also. Uh, China and, and most Asia. Basically any of the international talent I was thinking about coming in for, or international fans and then also international talent thinking yeah. about coming in for shows. But. Yeah, that hasn't been canceled because apparently WWE is waiting for the county to force their hand because that's the way these things work. If you cancel yourself, you don't get paid by insurance, folks. Yeah, it's a uh, it's and this is man, it kind of adds to the carny aspect of of pro wrestling. I mean, Mm -hmm. I get the business of it. Um, You know, you wouldn't think to ensure your event for pandemics because, you know, that's not something that happens normally. Uh, But here we are. And really. The game of chicken that Vince McMahon is playing with the city and of Tampa and whatever fucking county it's in. Um, it's just each with each passing day, it adds more and more uh, stress to people in the area, to mm-hmm. uh, to mm-hmm. people who are planning on being in the area, planning on performing in the area, planning on promoting shows in the area. That every WrestleMania is the linchpin. That's why all these things are happening. Yeah. So with with a delay, it's fucking over everybody. Yeah. Um, Vince, you can take the fucking loss, man. I mean, come on. You're 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 flush with cash right now, as Jean Ralphio would say. Uh, you know, whatever you lose, the deposit, uh, just fucking swallow it and chalk it up for another L because you're fucking over a lot of people mm-hmm. and pot- you're potentially putting a lot of people in danger. Uh, no no disagreement here, Chris, but I, I can also see the other side of the argument, not necessarily for the WWE, but looking at uh, companies like GCW <laughs> promoting the collective and mm-hmm. High Spots promoting WrestleCon. They right now need the county to tell them they can't do it because right. then that will trigger things that allow them to recoup at least some of the costs. If they cancel, I mean, there was a really great article over on Vice, uh, uh, David Bixenspan, uh, yeah. or Bix, if you will, uh, wrote it up, and um, the guy from WrestleCon was honest. He says if if Florida does not cancel it for him, he will be over $200,000 in debt and has to sell his house. That's, that's the type of money that gets put out for these events. And yeah. You know, when you uh, – and speaking from my own experience, when you cancel versus when they cancel, that's where the money gets shifted. Gets shifted. If you cancel, that's on you. You eat the money. If they cancel you, you can get paid. And it's not a great place to be. And God knows that this stuff should be canceled right now. Uh, yeah. But I can see why everyone is playing this game of chicken. It's not great. It's it's not a, a situation I think anyone would want to be in, but I I can well, understand it. So then, what's the hold up on the the city and county? But like, they, they don't want to have to pay it out. 
fucking cunts. Come yeah, on, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just I, I again, I see it from both sides. I, I, I absolutely understand why neither one wants to be the one to blink and then be held financially responsible. So, so they have to pay it out even if they didn't receive deposits in the first place. Like, it basically, it, it's 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 called a a force majeure clause, where because there's been some sort of catastrophe, right? That funding can come into you know the people who did these events from the county yes so <clears throat> whomever the guy is who's running wrestlecon whatever yeah. his name was uh the guy's gonna lose his house potentially which yes. sucks um yeah. he paid his deposits to the venue and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. promote uh staffing and cater whatever else yes all that stuff would get paid back by the county uh, I, it's either that or it's the clause in the contracts that he has, <clears throat> wherein if some, you know, an external force interesting causes it, he gets at least his deposits back. Dang. That's yeah. a, uh, that's a dilly of a pickle, my friends. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it's not a great place to be full stop. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I hate to sound melodramatic, but the, the closest analog, at least in my lifetime, I can put to any of this is the period of time after 9-11. After 9/11 yeah. yeah, because right now I think everyone is just sort of looking around and going, what the fuck do we do? And I don't know if there's a clear <clears throat> answer for any of this. I, you know, I, I and even more so because it's, you know, if there were. If you were the the people putting on the first concert post nine eleven, the first, right, uh, l- you know, uh, like Vince McMahon events, was, like Vince McMahon was, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you at least have the ability to be like, okay, well, we've got security, we've got people, yeah. see something, say something, etc. Can't see this, can't say anything. Yeah. The only way to stop it, in theory, <clears throat> and and remember, right now, everything that everyone's doing, social distancing, schools closing. Yeah. Um, events being prohibited, all these different things are under the idea of this seems like the right idea. It's actually good because it's a proactive approach to the situation as opposed yeah. to being – well, I mean it's reactive in itself but right. proactive on the larger scale. Right. Um, but it's just like something that see, you wouldn't really expect. Right. But it's not like we can see the visual right. bonus of it. You know, it, it, it's yes. different than, again – Comparing it to 9-11, I recognize apples and oranges, but sure. it's the closest analogy I have. You know, having more security does tell uh, uh, an evil force, hey, maybe I shouldn't do that thing. Potentially, this virus uh, could be more deadly than 9-11. I mean, we don't know how yeah. bad it's going to get. Yeah. And, you know, this conversation has kind of made me flip-flop. I'm no longer vilifying Vince McMahon. Now I'm like to the, to the state or county or city – you're looking if you if you go on with um with this weekend as is right now with WrestleMania with WrestleCon all these sorts of things happening um granted attendance will not be as much as originally anticipated but right. you're looking at a public health uh catastrophe happening here having all these people um who could you know have the virus gestating within them uh being around other people in 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 bathrooms and concessions and sitting in a uh, 
snug seats in the stadium, all these mm-hmm, sorts of things. Mm-hmm. This and then, you know, everybody flies in, goes to the show and then flies back to their area. Yeah, so yeah. this is this is how shit spreads. Um, so, you know, I, I feel like the uh, I, don't, I don't know if the ends justify the means here. I don't know if it's, you know, just eat the money and, and cancel the shit and pay out so that this can be contained uh, a little bit easier than it would be uh if you if you continue that's 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 where my head stands right now yeah i i feel like at least personally there's probably a good um <laughs> a good middle ground which is if vince says okay we're not doing this then that may cause the county to tell the other events hey you can't run like right. I, I i'm thinking maybe one is the tipping point for the other and then you know because uh the biggest guy in town doing this right. says, Hey, I, we shouldn't do it. Subsequent events get canceled, but I, <laughs> I don't, I don't really know how that's all working. Um, it's, so, okay. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Um, say Vince says we're not doing mania as planned. Yes. Do you think they do WrestleMania from the PC? Do they postpone it to uh, a later date in the same area? What do you think? Uh, you know, if, if, x happens if it's not happening on the the six or whatever the fuck it is of april that sunday what what do you think happens i think it gets postponed uh and if i were to venture when we may not see a SummerSlam this year would be my guess summer mania yeah i'm 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 honestly thinking they may push it back that far now granted at that point, it's going to be very different. You know, it's it's not going to be what Mania was going to be. Right. I don't think you're going to have the pop-up of shows. And in fact, maybe this is a, a crazy statement to say, this may be the death of quote-unquote Mania weekend. Because I feel like a lot of performers and a lot of companies, at least for the next year plus, are going to be like, Let's wait and see how this shit continues on. I recognize yeah. this is this is a, a, a hopefully once in a lifetime pandemic situation, but a lot of guys are going to be licking their wounds coming out or of out this. of business, yeah, or completely out of business. Uh, and it, you know that that reverberates not just uh, in the wrestling industry but across industries. You know, there's there's a lot of things where I think people right now are looking at their books and they're looking at their businesses and they don't know what they're going to do. And that's that to me is the scariest X factor in all of this. Like, like right now, we are just looking at this idea of two weeks of people staying at home in theory, hopefully. Right. Didn't yeah. really happen because last night fucking Fed Hill was packed for St. Paddy's Day. Um, <laughs> but, you know... Uh, Two weeks of below norm everything. Um, hell, movie theaters aren't going to have any major releases until at least June right now, it looks like. I or, know, which or, is bonkers. Like, or, I, I was sorry, texted- May 1st, because that right now, Black Widow is still supposed to come out May 1st. Yeah, they're holding their breath on that. And I was uh, I was texting you about this. I said, thank God this didn't happen last year and it didn't yeah. push back Endgame, because I would have lost my shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you and Disney would have lost well, their yeah. shit. Well, um, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm selfish. I was only thinking about myself there. <laughs> but... It's just there's this big question mark that, unfortunately, I think none of us have the answer to. Um, I I don't know what this is going to have, what what type of effect this is going to have on 
dozens of industries up to it, including the one we follow. You know, yeah. uh, you, you talk about AEW, AEW got to a point where they were after the renewal of the deal um, from TNT. Oh, my God, they've become profitable. How many weeks can that last under this model where they can't <clears throat> where they can't bring in, you know, T-shirt money and live event money and, and all these well, other things? You'd think that maybe with uh, social distancing that the ratings would uh, increase next week with it's people possible. being home more, which could uh, add to uh, ad revenues going go up. up. SmackDown's ratings went up this week, weirdly yeah. enough. So I mean, I didn't watch SmackDown. No, I did not watch it live, but I, I watched right. it just out of curiosity. curiosity. Of I, I kind of want to yeah. check out the uh, the Claudio Daniel Bryan match. Um, out of yeah. curiosity to see how that went. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think uh, Cesaro cut a promo for WWE.com after not the first time that they've wrestled in front of no one. Yeah, um, <laughs> which which is funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely uh, like you said, it's definitely going to ripple through. I mean, there have already been like Ring of Honor canceled all their shows this weekend mm-hmm. in Vegas, and I honestly I feel really bad for Ring of Honor because they were finally starting to dig themselves out of the home a hole and were kind of on an upswing. They booked uh, they had the pay per view and they had this uh, past versus uh, current present, yeah. present uh, show happening with some really fun matchups. Um, I did not know by the way that uh, um, uh, Mr. Cisco or not Mr. Cisco Cortez Castro from Lucha Underground was in Ring of Honor at one point. Um, Ricky Reyes. Yes, I did not. Yes. I did not realize he's spent time in ROH yeah. until I saw him pop up on that show. I was like, oh, get the fuck out of yeah. here. Uh, that, that's how I first knew of uh, Ricky Reyes. Him and uh, Rocky Romero were the Havana Pitbulls. Yeah, uh, I had no idea. Uh, and I didn't know, I guess, I, yeah, I knew about Rocky being over there. But yeah, uh, so that's a bummer for ROH. And which yeah. re- what really sucks is everybody, they didn't find out the talent until they landed in Vegas. Yeah. Which is some really piss poor timing. Uh, it's just a bummer uh, for everybody involved there. Uh, it's a bummer for everybody, obviously. Yeah, that goes without saying. But uh, you know, for for Ring of Honor, who was just you know starting to gather some momentum back up, it's it's the worst possible timing for this to happen. Oh yeah, on paper, those looked like uh, a weekend of shows that were going to be a sh- the shot in the arm they needed. Yeah, um, I know that unlike most recent Ring of Honor cards, every time they would announce a new match, a new pairing, what have you, I was like, holy shit, that sounds good. Like, yeah. I, I want to see that. I mean, yes, both had a Bully Ray match that I would undoubtedly fall asleep in the middle of God, where I'd watch it. That but, guy. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's it, it's really unfortunate. CMLL canceling shows, AAA canceling mm-hmm. shows. I mean, everywhere has canceled or is canceling shows. If there's any light at the end of the tunnel and, you know, I do want to try to be vaguely optimistic about this. It's that. Uh, the Japanese wrestling companies, after having shut down touring and everything, they're starting up again. And it looks like, uh, for example, New Japan's going to be able to have their Sakura Genesis show on March 31st. Um, oh, may, okay. And they may actually be able to do a few house shows before that. But Stardom's opening back up. Um, uh, Pro Wrestling Noah's opening back up. Uh, Dragon Gate's going to be opening back up. Basically, uh, you know, they've had their period of quarantining. And now yeah. they're trying to see, uh, you know, the rubber hits the road. Did that work? Are people going to be okay? And 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 for all we know, and it's terrifying to say this, this may be we do it for a period of time, then see how it goes, then go, oh shit, we have to have people do it again. Like, yeah, you know, this may not be a, a, a quick and easy fix. I mean, 
Um, it's again, it's a weird analogy, but the closest thing I could think of, my cat hurt his knee a few years ago and what we had to do, <laughs> no, no, this, this will make sense in a minute. He hurt his knee a few years ago and either a, they could have done surgery or B, we could create him right. for 90 days. Oh, Jesus. And see how it goes. And the way, yeah. the way the vet told me is, you know, you, you reduce his mobility for 90 days. And if at the end of that, he's fine. Cool. If at the end of that, he's not. It might be another 90 days that he needs. And that might be where we're at with this. Right. Where we are closed off from the world through the end of the month. And then we let people out. And it's like, oh, shit, we're spreading the virus again. All right, cool. Everyone self-isolate again. And yeah. You didn't finish your story. What happened with your cat? Oh, he's fine. He's good. Oh. He's good. Don't I worry. mean, was it just the 90 days and he was good? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. All right. He gets around fine. You can't leave me with a cliffhanger oh, like sorry, that, bro. You're sorry. killing me over here. Yeah, yeah. He's all good. He's all good. <laughs> I need my cattails, okay? <laughs> um. Okay, here's my other thing. Yes. We, the people of the United States, collectively are a bunch of fucking morons. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> whereas... I feel people in other countries are a lot more together um, and smart when it comes to things of this nature. I don't trust any of these motherfuckers over here to follow rules or to uh, wash their fucking hands, um, to not cough into their hand and then shake somebody's hand or touch a microphone that's being shared by a lot of people in high positions. Uh, we're fucking idiots. We are. So I can't believe that it's going to be something that's 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 uh, stopped or or taken care of quickly. I think we're fucked for a, a while personally just because yeah. we're a country of fucking dollars. No disagreement whatsoever. Um, and, and it may turn into a situation where like in China, where like in I think it was Singapore, where like in Italy right now. Uh, and yeah. apparently Spain is about to do this too, where there's a like no go rule, like literally like people are forced to stay indoors. Yeah. And as scary as that sounds, it may be better for us all. Um, I, you know. I'm okay with it personally. Uh, <laughs> one, because I don't want to fucking go to Alabama on Thursday. Like I'm still scheduled to do. Uh, I'm getting a lot of anxiety about that right now. Um, and two, I don't like people to begin with. So staying in my home, uh, my shitty one-bedroom apartment, is kind of the ideal day for me. Uh, it, it'll hurt my bank because all my trivia gigs will get, get canceled, and that's uh, yeah, you know, that's a it's it's a portion of my uh, bill payments there. But um, you know, I have a laptop. I can work from home if 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 I need to 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 still make that happen. Uh, I don't want to go to Alabama. Yeah, I don't I, for the amount of uh, bullshit that I talked about Americans as a whole. Yeah, it's kind of to the uh, fifth degree more serious going down yeah. Alabama. Uh, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. And and I will say, you know, both of us uh, have the ability. I mean, literally, I do full time work yeah. from home. Uh, you have the ability to work from home. My wife will be working from home starting Monday. You know, we're my, in, wife. my wife. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we are in privileged comfortable places i'm i'm just trying to think you know for a person who works at a restaurant per uh our 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 dear listener buddy buddha i mean doesn't he do sound design for Mm -hmm. live events Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how's he making those bills 
work, you know? Um, I don't know. If you work at a movie theater. Hand jobs. Given hand jobs. If you work at an actual theater. If you are... if you are a vendor at, uh, I mean, a lot of like sports teams have stepped up and they're paying for, you know, the the people who are vendors at those events to take care yeah. of their their salaries and that sort of thing. Uh, there's just these question marks. I mean, I'm thinking it wasn't that long ago, dear listeners, your boy was unemployed. Can you imagine yeah. trying to find a job right now? Yeah, it's true. Uh, no, I can't. Uh- yeah, like. <laughs> That's nightmarish, and based off of recent statistics, at least ten percent of the country is trying to figure out how to do that. So, yeah, yeah. it's 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 going to be bad. Um, and you know, both for health reasons, for healthcare workers who mm-hmm. have to mm-hmm. be exposed to this. I mean, you know, uh, not to get too dark, but you and I both have spent some time reading uh, about what's happening in Italy uh, over the past week or so, and yeah. it is uh, tough to read about how severe it is. So, uh, you know, the fact that uh, we're at least trying to be proactive about it over here, you know. I just want to encourage the three people who are listening uh, yes. to this show still to yes. to please uh, keep that in mind. And oh, it's not even as bad as regular flu. <laughs> Fuck yourself if you're that person. Number yes. one, yeah. Uh, divorce yourself from my life. I don't want you around me. Um, and two, just you know, for your sake and the sake of other people, don't be a dick. It's essentially yes. what it comes down to. Yes, as I just recognize uh, those who watched the video version may have noticed. I just rubbed my nose with my hand. That was a bad idea. I will have to promptly at the end of this episode go wash my hands. Uh, and I'm just going to be honest with you, Chris. I don't know what we do for this show, uh, you know, over the next few weeks. I mean, yes, we may have New Japan to cover, which will be good. And they're still they're still doing Dynamites and Raws. They'll just uh, they'll, we'll be wrestling to discuss. Yeah, it's just it's it's going to be very weird uh, to figure out how to cover it appropriately because. You know, I guess they're figuring out probably just as much as we're trying to figure out, although, you know, it their livelihood depends on it. Like, do you continue storylines? Are they like weird? Because SmackDown, if anything, minus the bit with uh, John Cena and uh, Bray Wyatt, which is basically mm-hmm. just John Cena burying Bray Wyatt, which mm-hmm. excellent way of going about that. Yep. Um, Good start. Also thought it was funny that in a promo where he's making fun of Bray Wyatt having his fourth or fifth chance of being a top guy, he mentioned a future top guy. Drew McIntyre. Hmm. Probably not the best association to make there. No, no, probably not. Anyway, uh, it was a, it was kind of like a, 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 a show in a bubble. Like there wasn't really a lot that happened that had to do with storylines and storytelling. Like it was. Yeah, but I feel like it was it was a knee jerk reaction. They kind of sure. had a rebook on the fly. So knowing that they're going to have to be doing that for a couple of weeks, I feel like they'll at least, you know, especially once they figure out what the fuck's going to go on with Mania, they can decide what to do. Right. Um, right. You know, I, I I don't know. It's a it's a, fl- it's a fluid situation. By the time you three people actually listen to this, WrestleMania could be canceled or postponed by now, and that's yeah. usually what happens. Breaking news usually happens after we record. Yeah. So well, worth, typically that's how it works. Worth noting those words being said uh 10 55 a.m eastern standard time on yes. uh, sunday 
March the It's 15th. daylight time. Eastern daylight yeah. time, oh, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, 10.55 a.m. <laughs> Eastern, Sunday, March 15th. Mark it. This is, this is what we know to be accurate as we are saying this. Um, I, think, I think we just make the full-on lateral move to being a movie podcast because that's, you know. You know what? <laughs> that, that's probably not a terrible idea. Just, just shift it completely because God knows my attempts to turn this into an XFL podcast have just died a don't make me hit stop right now (laughs) you don't even even, you still got shit to talk about i i I got nothing to cover chris you know what are you talking about we haven't done a show in two we have elimination chamber to talk about the xfl they canceled the season bud i I, I can't i had a whole i was gonna produce an intro for it it was yeah sure you were uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway uh so all the catastrophizing is out of the, is that a word catastrophizing yeah i made it a word yes. uh it's all out of the way now mostly yes. we'll probably bring it up again yeah. so uh so what do you, you want to dig into over the past uh past couple weeks uh, you wanna... you, let's talk about elimination chamber because okay. th- that was a weird show um mm-hmm. It, it, there were some highs, there were some lows, there was a lot of in-between. Uh, the, the highest high, if you're listening and you have not watched the uh, the pay-per-view uh, as of yet, uh, throw it on the network, and if you just keep it on for anything, keep it on for the first match. Daniel yeah. Bryan and Drew Gulak went out there and beat the hell. Excuse me. I burnt mid-word. There you go. They beat the hell out Hell of each other. uh, Yeah, it was it was almost like a New Japan style match in a WWE ring. It was a very non WWE style. If there is a WWE style that everybody talks about, it was this was not it. Um, And it kind of speaks to the kind of pull that Daniel Bryan has Mm -hmm. to be able Mm -hmm. to go out, not even just go out there and do this match, but to open the show with it. And personally. I didn't love that this opened the show. I didn't think that this – I feel like this would have been a good, um, I don't know, uh, second or or even – I think if you would have put this match in the death spot, it would have gotten a much better reaction um, than anything else. I didn't love it opening the show. I feel like maybe with the craziness that was the men's elimination chamber and clusterfuckery as it was, uh, I feel like maybe that was the match he should have started the show with. And it's not to detract from Brian and Gulak for what they did. It just didn't seem to me like uh, a solid uh, – opening pace for the show yes uh it it was definitely kind of a stranger in a strange land type match just yeah it felt so different than anything else it was sort of isolated to its own thing i'm guessing the reason why it ended up uh opening the show was because of drew gulak being in it i mean no one knows who drew is well the philly side of it but i'm also thinking just he is such a, a C-list player in WWE that I think it was a scenario of them going, yeah, it's Daniel Bryan, but no one knows who this other guy is. So have him curtain jerk. Like, I, I feel like that's what it was. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, you're not going to put Black and uh, Styles there because you had fucking yeah. old fart man come out and get his stupid terrible choke slam involved in that one yeah. uh so that wasn't going to work there what uh, you had the two chamber matches you had the triple th- or the handicap match for the eyes I, I feel like maybe that would have worked better in the opening spot the uh the Braun versus cesaro zane and um uh nakamura thing could have worked there maybe or maybe the prophets and uh seth and buddy i don't know and you're right, Chris, you know, they, they could have done any order there, but, you know, they, they picked the way they did. But uh, after that intense opener, we went right to Andrade and Umberto Crillo for the Oh, yeah. See, that would have been a better match. 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, at least the crowd knows both those guys and cares about them, unlike poor Drew Gulak, who, I gotta be honest, I feel like Drew definitely in the match with Daniel Bryan kind of um, raised his stock a bit, you know. It's a good uh, match. It, it was a good... God, it looked like he killed Bryan in that... <laughs> with that uh, one yeah, the one German. German. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, Andrade, uh, back after uh, Pissing Hot, uh did cleanly defeat Dale Gass. Uh, right. well, with some tights, with a handful of tights. Well, yes. Uh, but uh, I, I thought it was a good match. Um, I thought it was a fun match. But yeah, probably that that would have uh, gotten the crowd a bit more into things from the jump. Yeah, uh, some flippy-doos. The crowds love flippy-doos. Or in your, if you're in Philly, tables. Tables and flippy-doos. Yes. Those, yeah. are, those, those are your, uh, your heat seekers there in Philly. But either way, uh, the, the first two matches, um, you know, were, were good. And then we got to this clusterfuckery of the, the men's um, chamber, right? That was next? Yep, yep. 32, almost 33 minutes. Okay. This ran. Uh, Miz, this was a lot. Miz and John Morrison, Kofi <laughs> Kingston and Big E, the Usos, Heavy Machinery, Gran uh, Metalik and Lindsay Dorado, and then Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. All together in one big tag team clusterfuckery. They reran this on SmackDown, by the way. They actually showed the whole match on SmackDown. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Wow. Okay. Um, it wasn't a bad match by any means, but like. If you thought anyone was going to the only thing that I think was even remotely possible in terms of uh, someone else winning the tag belts would be maybe Rude and Ziggler winning them so they could go against heavy machinery at Mania and have something to show for it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, I hate when they have these big cluster fucky matches. I mean, the women's uh, elimination chamber wasn't much different in so much as it's really clear there's only going to be one, maybe two people who are going to win the whole thing. Right. So it, it it was hard to get into it. Everybody worked hard. Everybody had crazy spots, including uh, was it Lindsay who did? I think I it was, it was. Uh, like a like hanging a... shooting star off the top of the uh, chamber. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. He he did that. We had a lot of Tucky dived off the uh, off one of the pods. Mm-hmm. Uh, Otis went through the pods and out yeah. to the floor, which was his. Hysterical. Yes. Um. There was there was a lot going on. Otis looked fucking lost in there. By the yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Like man, the the greenness the greenness came through there. It was like a Mister Yuck sticker. How green he was. It was. Uh, <laughs> it, it was. It was not good. But you know, the Usos and uh, New Day had their bit going on. Even Kofi, you know, missed uh, some footings a couple times there. It was. Yeah. It was kind of sloppy. Uh, I don't want to say botchville, but it was. It was a sloppy match. You could tell that it was a last minute decision to make this match in the first place, and the match we actually got basically reflected that, reflected that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh whether you like it or not that that's where we landed with things uh yeah. then we had the no dq match between alistair black and aj styles okay if you're gonna do a no dq match with two other people uh in your corner why the f- why are they just gonna stand out there the whole time uh-huh. it makes zero fucking sense mm-hmm. uh and I, I know that they needed that to get to where they did because old fucking bald dead fucking cunt had to come out and do his stupid shit for those but, joining us for the first time that means the undertaker yeah fuck that guy um it's just okay uh, it, it, the match made no sense no None. None. <laughs> it was it was it was just frustrating to me because I know 
that given the opportunity to go out there and put on a great match that Alistair Black and AJ Styles can do it. Yep. And it, it was the fact that we weren't given that is that pisses me off the most aside from old fuckface being involved. Yeah, I, I'm I'm 100 percent with you. And the other thing is and uh, I, I I'm echoing Brian Alvarez here, which is not something I like to do too. Regularly, yeah, but I think he has a point, which is. So Alistair Black won this match because he lost clean to AJ on Raw the previous Monday. Okay. So the whole idea was he wanted to get Alistair Black his heat back. So Alistair Black wins because of the interference Mm -hmm. of The Undertaker. Black wins after hitting the Black Mass. Mm -hmm. And the commentators are like, oh, man, what a crucial win. What a big moment for Alistair Black. Okay, A, it's not really a big moment for him because another guy helped him. But B, you know, okay, fine. You're going to put that over as a big win because he's a face. Whatever. Later on in this very same card, we have the Intercontinental title match where Braun Strowman signed a deal where he wanted to face Cesaro, Nakamura, and Zayn at the same Mm -hmm. time and defend his belt Mm -hmm. in the same way. Zayn ends up winning after uh, I can't remember which one of the other three guys. Basically, the other guys helped him win. Mm-hmm. And they put over how dastardly Sami Zayn is and and how he's not a real champion, mm-hmm. even though what they did was by the rules and involved no outside interference. Mm-hmm. So Black's a good guy. He had outside interference from a guy who wasn't even part of the match. Mm hmm. Zane's a bad guy. He won with the help of people who were in the match through the rules of the actual match. Yes. Okay. Just making sure I understand yep. how WWE yep. logic is supposed to work with these commentators. Why is it means everyone, that there is no logic? Why is everyone in the booth so stupid? Because they think we're stupid or they don't care what we think. I don't, I don't know what the exact answer to that is, but yeah, it's, it's, it's insulting to our intelligence we, at we this point. We haven't, always been a hundred percent i know i'm a bigger fan of the AEW booth than than you are chris uh, uh I th- well i mean two-thirds of it's great yeah um <laughs> but you know what they react like human beings would in a situation to to anything um yeah. and i never at any point feel like they are being intentionally dumb no the, the best way i can equate it is like the AEW booth is kind of like us doing redos yes. um, cuz like part of the time they're trying to put the story over and everything and the other half of the time they're just riffing on each other exactly um, and exactly. it's it's a very natural feel yeah. uh because they don't have Tony Khan yelling in their ear the whole fucking time to say x y and z mm-hmm. like whomever is in gorilla whether it be Vince or Pritchard or Heyman I guess I don't know who's yeah. in the ear sets there but either way um, it's it's a more a relaxed fluid sort of um, feel to to the commentary and you know you can the, the WWE commentary booth is you can almost hear the bullet points mm-hmm. being read out like the, the phrases mm-hmm. that have to be said throughout the course of the match yeah. and it's just so sterile and fucking I don't know. It's just non-exciting. If anything, again, you know, to go back to to Friday SmackDown, one of the few instances that was really fun was commentary, at least for the first match or so, was Triple H and Michael Cole. And they just were shooting the shit. And Triple H, yeah, he got a little insider and a little wink, wink, nod, nod and and all that fun stuff. But uh, they sounded like people. 
Yeah. I, also, uh, fuck Corey Graves. Yes. Yes, of course. Um. Anyway, back to our recap. Of, We're doing the greatest hits today. So yeah. Fuck Undertaker. Fuck Corey Graves. Graves. If Michael Hayes comes up, fuck him. Yeah. You know what? He hasn't come up, but still, fuck him. Um, yeah, fuck uh, Street Profits defeated Seth Rollins and the single-named Murphy to retain the Raw Tag Team titles. Hey, buddy, come on. Hey, uh, to me, the only really fun part was uh, Kevin Owens' involvement uh, with his thing of popcorn, up to including the moment where he just was sitting on the commentary table uh, eating popcorn, and he pointed out when uh, um, Angelo Dawkins is going to take out Rollins. That was a great little moment. Like, I warned you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he's right there. Come on. I told you he was coming. Yeah. Uh, basically, I I like Everyman Kevin Owens a lot more than like not quite Steve Austin Kevin Owens. Yeah, it's working well. Is he still doing the stunner though? He is. He is. Okay, which right. I'm okay with. Um, I'm fine with it too. But um, you know, uh, it, the only thing that's kind of messy about this is this is supposed to lead to Seth versus Owens at Mania, and like there's a lot more people involved in this. A lot yeah. more people. So well, one less person because yes. uh, uh, one half of the AOP tore his biceps. So yeah. you know, Toko or Razar or um, yeah, we're you know, down. We're down. Bebop the, and Rocksteady. I don't remember who which one it fucking was. We're down one of the methods of mayhem, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> it's never not going to pop me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, when you think about I it, I bought that CD. When, when you think about it, that feud has had just a crazy casualty amount because you have. Uh, but the Viking Raiders the, were involved in that. Well, they were in it too, right? Yeah. Joey Samoe was involved, and he got his brain yeah. broke, so he's out. And now <laughs> you've got Akamor Razor, whichever one it is. He yeah. tore his biceps, so yeah, not not a great feud to be in for people. But really, all we really want is Seth versus Owens. Yeah. So. You know, that's uh, and and buddy, I guess. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Uh, do love me some buddy, um, yeah. buddy or Murphy, yes. whatever we're calling him. I'm still calling him buddy. Yeah. But we want Kenny Omega. You have a perfectly fine Kenny Omega at home. And it's buddy Murphy. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I give the guy credit. You oh, know, at yeah. least we know he watches good wrestling. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. <laughs> It'd be different if he was in AEW also. And, yeah. And just be like, what are you doing? But no, he's he's playing the other guy's greatest hits because they can't get played on that station. But they could like single white female uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Omega if Buddy Murphy ever comes yes. to AEW. The unwanted golden lover. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> hey, Shooter. Would have got a red lobster? My treat. Oh man, there we go. That's Buddy Murphy's angle when he goes into AEW. Shows up wearing Abushi's gear for some reason. Uh, hey Kenny, I he's the golden Golden Coast lover. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you, thank hey. you. He's Australian. I'll be here all day. Uh, we had the three hundred one handicap match. Sami Zayn is your new Intercontinental Champion, which dastardly I, heel. Yeah, which you know what? I saw a photo of him with the belt, and he just looks so goddamn happy to have it that. I'm cool with it. Love some Sami Zayn. Yeah, the match itself was a fucking zero for me, and this feud has been real fucking dumb, including busting open Nakamura's head on a fucking piano. But, uh, hey, Sami Zayn has a belt. And you know what? A lot of people are talking shit about his hair. I like Sami Zayn's weird hair right now. Hey, man. You do you, Sami. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm not opposed. And then we had the Elimination Chamber match, where... Really, the entire idea was Shayna Baszler murders everyone. And unfortunately, they didn't do it a way that would make sense, which is 
everyone Have but Shana, come in last. Yeah, everyone but Shayna gets uh, gets out of their pods, and then Shayna destroys them. But no, she uh, had to wait minutes at a time just to destroy the next person. Which, by the way, it's never actually really five minutes. You can kayfabe that to be faster, so we aren't just watching Shayna hang around and wait for even, somebody. Even so, it doesn't make sense. Like, yep. why why would you just stand there and have somebody wait? I get it in the rumble. Um, because you know, that's the gimmick of the rumble, but man, with, with the elimination chamber, why, why would you just waste time like that? Yeah. You know, it, it's a, supposed to be, you know, five minutes in between. It, it's, it's stupid to do it once maybe, but to do it twice in the same match is inexcusable. Yeah. At the same time, it is definitely weird that in 2020, the, one of the people walking away with a main event payoff is Sarah Logan. <laughs> well uh Ro uh what's his name? Ro. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, well no, what's his first name? I almost said Robert. I know it's not Robert. Ray uh, Ray, Ro? Ray Ray yeah. Romano. Ray Romano. Uh, uh. <laughs> he ain't uh he ain't getting any main events anytime soon. That's so true, one one of them's one of them's got to. Yeah. Um yeah, good, good, good on you, uh, uh, Sarah Logan. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying Liv Morgan, uh, if only for her gear. Um, so that's that's nice as well. And, and by the way, I totally forgot <laughs> Ruby Riot's back. I mean, yep, Ruby Ruby Riot's back as well, um, which is always great, I guess. Yeah. Um, she's a person in the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So anyway, we knew it was going to be Shayna Baszler, because uh, you know why else would they have done that vampire angle a month ago mm-hmm. if not to set up the match? Right. It is just one of those things, you know, that we complain about every year for one of these gimmick pay per views. Why would you just do it to do it if you don't have the storyline reason to do it? Like it was a foregone conclusion that Shayna was going, even if you know. Besides coming in second at the Rumble and then the whole vampire bit and then just having any knowledge of what's been going on in NXT Mm -hmm. uh, over the past three years, having her be the most dominant champion and all this sort of shit. It's it's all making sense right there that it's going to happen. So it's again, it's an an insult to our intelligence uh, to make us go through this match where, you know, you could have just done a gauntlet match or something. I don't know. Or just give Shayna the fucking match. Yeah. Why waste the time? No, I'm I, I'm I'm 100% with you. Uh, w- somewhat related. What do you think of uh, weird ass Becky Lynch right now? Uh, eh, uh, a little tryhardy. I feel it, it is, but I, 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 Chris, I can't even begin to explain it. Her rocking the fur coat and the uh, the the uh, the crown and everything. It worked for yeah. me. I don't know what about it, but it worked for me. Hit I, that specific uh, mink king. Kink of yours? I have no idea, but I was just like, "Yeah, Becky, you you pull that off well." Uh, you had a little, uh, you had a little movement in the South Station there. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I guess maybe not as American as I thought, because the idea of royalty came up, and I'm like, "Yeah, let's go back." Screw Taking the that, colonies. Uh, that uh, that that uh, bullet train to uh, to Dublin there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was happening there. Yeah, <laughs> love that song. <laughs> Bullet train to Dublin. Um, uh, yeah. uh, speaking of angles, we really haven't talked too much about. How are you feeling about Edge Orton right now, Chris? I don't know. again it's one of those things where okay we know the match is going to happen um and i'm sure the match will be fine to good to possibly great who knows uh if and when it happens uh, again everything we're uh, operating under the assumption that mania is going to happen as is right right now so you know uh 
Sure. You, you, sure. Have some RKOs thrown out and some spears week to week. You know, Beth eating an RKO was was fine. I have no problems with that. Uh, Edge hitting an RKO on Randy was was fine as well. It's mm-hmm. it's fine. It's nothing yeah. groundbreaking or earth shattering. It's two guys that are great hands. Uh, of course, there's a question mark over one of them because he hasn't had a full match in a decade or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, where that'll pan out for the for the actual match, we'll see. But, you know, it's Edge and, and, and Randy Orton. That's really all you need. And I don't need all the extra stuff. But, you know, you got to build to it. So it, it's, it's a necessary evil. And I'm just kind of, OK, fine, whatever about it. Yeah, uh, for me, really, it was like that first angle was hot as hell, and people lost their minds over it, myself included, and right. everything <clears throat> since then has just kind of felt like a weird run back. Mm-hmm. And, because uh, this has been the same bit. Okay, Randy yeah. beats up Edge. Randy beats up Matt Hardy. Mandy, Randy beats up Matt Hardy again. Randy beats up Beth Orton, or Beth uh, Beth Phoenix. Okay, yeah. Edge gets a little bit of revenge. We saw it three weeks ago. So is, yeah. is Edge going to attack Beth this week? I mean, <laughs> we, we we know Matt Hardy's not going to be a part of it anymore because he's officially done with WWE and Edge uh, is gonna beat free up Jeff. agent. It's not, uh, there's going to be no reason whatsoever. Jeff's not even on the same show. By, by association. Gonna... Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. And there, even the Matt Hardy uh, bit with Edge was a, a loose association at best. Yeah. Because uh, uh, if I know anything about the history between Edge and Matt Hardy, it's that they weren't always the best of friends. No, no, they were not. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Sure. So talking about one cripple, let's talk about another cripple who's being signed. Um, so WWE has announced, in theory, provided shows continue on. Uh, that they are signing Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, the Gronkinator. They're signing him to a contract. This is a guy who's had multiple back surgeries. He's had over 20 concussions. He's had knee surgery, shoulder surgeries. This is a great man to start professional wrestling at age 30, right? Yeah, man. He's going to get hype and stay hype. (laughs) Hype Bros 2.0, baby. Let's go. (laughs) Man, this is this is really the moment that Mojo Raleigh's been waiting for. This is this is what his entire this is what his entire career is built to to play second banana to someone else. Yeah, you're 100 percent correct. And if it gets him a bigger payday, good for you, Mojo. All right, making Mar- um, Terps proud. All right, didn't he go? To, he went to Maryland, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah yep. Yay, yay, Terps. Um, yay, local sports team. Who gives a fuck? Um, sports. Yeah. What are sports? They're all canceled. Yeah. There are there are no there are no sports. It was, I spent my uh, my Saturday the way I do every other Saturday, not watching sports and watching movies and wrestling. I, so. I will say, weirdly enough, I was uh, flipping through the channels yesterday. CBS was running March Madness games from 2015. <laughs> hey man, <clears throat> maybe they should do a bracket of the best March Madness games. They should ah, take a take a cue from us and just run those back. Because really, you know, it's the TV rights that uh, that they're you know CBS is. Not happy right now because oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's not not a good thing for them. Or I know, but a lot of people aren't happy right now. Yeah. But um, uh, but yeah, um, Gronk, cool. Yeah, that, he'll bring that, some eyes to the product. He'll probably bring some eyes over. I guess. I mean, I I can't in really, New England. He will. Yeah, yeah. I I I don't know. It's if this was immediately after he left the NFL, I feel like he left NFL last year. I feel like there. I don't know. This it just it, it feels like such a nothing move. Like I, I, 
our our least our our listenership seems to be into it because I I did put it out there to to our social media, but I'm just like I don't know who this is for. Was Lawrence Taylor still an active NFL player when he had his fight with Bam Bam at WrestleMania 12? I don't think he was. You know, that's a fair point. And it was WrestleMania 11. Thank you. Okay, sorry. Yeah. All right. Fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. (laughs) Okay. All right. It was WrestleMania X something. All right. XI because X... XII was the Iron Man match featuring your favorite wrestler of all time, Chris. Yeah, I know. Winning his first WWF championship. Yeah. WrestleMania 11, where Pete Rose got chokeslammed by Kane for the first time. (laughs) That was 14. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure? Yep. Yeah. I am. All right, whatever. I don't know why I am, but I am. <laughs> I don't know shit about wrestling, guys. Have you guys not realized this by now? By the way, folks, I don't know how to perform CPR, but I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, neither do I. I can hook up a nebulizer. I'm oh, pretty good at go. that. Hey, hey, that's something. You need some albuterol? I got you. Right. <clears throat> Depending on how these, how these weeks keep going, we'll find out. Uh, Hell yeah, brother. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that's that's where we are with WWE. Uh, you want to talk about where we were looking at AEW before everything uh, broke down and we got confused? Uh, Jake, yeah, sure. Jake so Roberts. yeah, Jake, Jake Roberts popped up a couple weeks ago in Dynamite to confront Cody, um, and uh, you know, in true villainous raspy form, cut a great promo. Hell of a um, promo. Going out there saying that he has a client that uh, is out to take out Cody and for Jake to get his piece of the pie, which I think was a great. Uh, great line added to that to that yeah. promo. He doesn't want to take over the whole show. No. Just wants Cody's piece, which uh, which I really really enjoyed. The promo was good. Um, and then last week, to no fanfare, he walks out in the crowd with uh, the Murder Hawk uh, Lance Archer. So mm-hmm. it's uh, that's who his client is, and they sit there and watch Cody's match. Don't get involved. No. Just kind of just kind of scouting the situation. Um, so I'm curious to see how that progresses as we go forward. I think the you know. Uh, probably good to have, I don't remember Lance Archer cutting really long promos at any point recently. Um, I know he does like a quick, everybody dies bit or whatever, but, um, I'm, I'm fine with Jake being the, uh, the front man for that team. No, I I'm with you. And it also reminded me how fucking big Jake Roberts is. Didn't really realize yeah. it at the time. I mean, yeah, yeah he's when, a big boy, man. When he was cutting the promo on Cody, he was like, "Oh yeah, wrestlers used to be tall." But then seeing him and and Lance Archer is like, "Oh holy shit!" Like, yeah, uh, wrestlers were very tall because I never thought of Jake as a big guy. You know, back in WWE, because everybody was big. Exactly. Um, yeah. But I I think Archer and, and Cody is an interesting pairing, and I think also. Um, I know a, a lot of people were kind of surprised by the way that they chose to debut Archer. I mean, they already said Archer was going to be part of AEW. They already yeah. uh, originally said he was going to be at the Denver show. Um, mm-hmm. He ended up not being on that show. But it, it was a, a good difference from the standard guy shows up out of nowhere, beats up person. That's my feud. Like, he's watching from afar. You know where mm-hmm. things are heading. And now it's about when does he strike? It, you know, it, it, it basically um, turns the, the trope on its head. 
I would like some vignettes. I would like some behind the scenes yes. stuff of, you know, Jake coaching, um, you know, like watching tape or showing some kind of, you know, something to be more cerebral, cerebral training. I don't know how mm-hmm. else you, you mm-hmm. psych, you mm-hmm. know, psychological training. I don't know how else to put it uh, in terms of pro wrestling. But yeah, I would like some vignettes between the two of them to try and build up uh, Archer a little bit. Maybe like a, you know, a training montage of him beating up a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, little indie kids or something like that to to help put them over. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but it couldn't hurt. Be- beating up the young boys, if you will. Um, yeah, I was gonna say they don't have young lions in uh. <laughs> yeah. In AEW. Yeah. Basically, whatever trainees they typically have dress up as the creepers for Dark Order. Right. Just have them not yeah. wear masks and get murdered. Um, and speaking of the Dark Order, it, apparently we're going <laughs> to finally see the Exalted One this week on Dynamite. Uh, I will say at this point, it's very clear who it's not. I, I It's not Lance Archer. I'm thinking it's not yeah. Matt Hardy because, um, you know. Too obvious. Not just too obvious, but also is being painted uh, as aligned with the Young Bucks, which feels kind of... Uh, uh, like a, a weird Not place in sync with the story. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so I would guess then all signs point to Brody Lee, but again, they could be swerving us on this. I don't really know. Uh, what do you think, yeah. Chris? Um, I, I, I'm a big uh, Brody Lee fan, so I'm happy to see if it would be him. The only detriments of that would be, Oh great. He's associated with another evil cult sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, he's he was kind of the majority of his WWE career, uh, aside from the Bludgeon Brothers bit at the end. But, right. um, you know, I feel like he has the uh, the size, the aura, the speaking ability to pull it off. Um, and I feel like the Dark Order can definitely use a little more direction or mm-hmm, something mm-hmm, of that nature. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, I would be fine with it. Of, of course, the I would still be fine with it being Matt Hardy as yeah, well in yeah. some kind of broken, woken sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, bespoken Matt Hardy. I don't know what the fuck the variation <laughs> Well, be. Uh, I, I believe we're back to broken. I feel like um, okay. that because he just had a like a dozen shirts pop up on pro wrestling tees yesterday. So mm. I, I believe broken was used on those. So I uh, see, I see we're, we're back to the broken in that regard. Uh, and then the other key bit from AEW, uh, the past two weeks after Chris Jericho losing the title at revolution to John Moxley, it's been all about rebuilding the inner circle as a vicious force of destruction. Yeah. And I got to say, it's been very effective. Um, you know, the, the first few weeks of dynamite was about setting them up as this NWO like force where, you know, they just take (laughs) out all the good guys and run roughshod and then basically kind of turned into, uh, the Chris Jericho giggle gang. And it was easy to, (laughs) it was easy to forget that, you know, these are a team killers, vicious shit kickers and, and sure enough, yeah, uh, but sure <laughs> enough, they're back and they are putting people through tables shield style, which I feel like was yeah. intentional on Mox and beating up the elite who also are having trouble of their own as Matt Jackson and uh, uh, Hangman Page still not uh, on the same page together. Pardon the pun. No, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I really think they've been very effective in rebuilding the inner circle because I kind of thought post. Uh, revolution that was going to be it you know the guys were going to just start wandering in yeah. their own paths no I, I like what they've done and I like AEW's ability to weave storylines together mm-hmm. um, a lot of different things happening but you kind of 
need to have an idea of what's happening throughout the entire roster to get the full picture. Um, and, I, and I like that, you know, because <clears throat> if you just focus on one thing at one time, then it gets boring after a while and you, you run out of ideas to make it work. But, you know, if you have storylines intertwined with other storylines, then you have a whole other branch of things to go off on an alternate timeline of, uh, you know, with the fucking mind stone or whatever, <laughs> the time stone yes. to, 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 br- to branch off and, and go into there. Um, so, so it's working out, you know, the elite issues have been very interesting and fun to watch. Um, page, God damn, that guy's really gotten his shit together. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they figured out how to make him work, whichever one it is. I don't really think it was his problem at all. Um, but they figured out how to make him work. The uh, the press release he put out this past uh, Friday online about mm-hmm. not accepting open containers uh, <laughs> was a 10 out of 10. Um, and the dissension amongst you know Matt and Paige – uh, that really cost them that brawl because mm-hmm. they were too busy fucking each other off that they lost track of the inner circle and then got beaten down with head headshots mm-hmm. um, with a chair. So so yeah, it's 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 really fun to watch, and that's why I'm kind of bummed that this blood and guts match is being postponed until you know whenever May or whenever it was, yeah. uh, because they really were going full throttle on the uh on the build to that um you know not to say that they can't make it work to continue that long but i feel like they were it'll it'll stunt no pun intended marco um the the build to that match at some point yeah it it certainly felt like you know the storyline that they were building there no nick jackson uh because in real life his wife's about to have a baby um but they they took him out with a uh pretty uh brutal write-off there um Getting his head stuck in a garage door. That's new and that was, different. That was some low-range shit right there, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, they took him out, so that meant that they were down four to five. And it certainly felt like from the sit-down interview with JR that Mox was possibly going to enter himself into that match. And I'd be all about Mox in the Elite against the Inner Circle. I would much rather be Mox than Dustin. No offense to Dustin, yeah. um, who is elite adjacent, uh, <laughs> yeah. pretty much uh, elite by association, I guess. Uh, but Mox, you know, definitely has the beef with the inner circle, which has continued post winning the title. So mm-hmm. it, it that that does make the most sense, um, and would you know lead to a bigger pop. No, no slight on Dustin. Yeah, and and really the only bummer of that sit down interview was sound like Mox's uh, uh, focus next was going to be on one Jake Hager. Yeah, I don't really need that. <laughs> no, no. You know what? Do that on one of these uh, dynamites coming up in front of in front of no audience because that's not going to go great in front of an actual audience. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be quiet one way or the other. <laughs> you ain't kidding, brother. All right. Uh, well, folks, um, I don't know what else we have to cover, so I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and start wrapping this guy up. Uh, seirously, take care of yourselves, everyone. Uh, wash your hands. Uh as often I've been as touching possible. my face this entire time. I'm yes. Sure you realized. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, both of us have. Uh, it's yeah. hard when you have a beard to not do so. Um, I, I dude, I, I stroke my beard all the time. Exactly. Um, as I it, scratch my forehead. Yes. It's. <laughs> this is a difficult time. This is a trying time. This is definitely nothing that I think any of us have ever really seen in our own lifetimes. But we're all going to be better for it. And, you know, uh, as much well, not as not all of us, there's going to be people who die, Marty. Fair. 
fair. Um, <laughs> what I'm trying to say, Chris, can't be super inclusive there. What I'm trying to say, Chris, is, uh, <clears throat> you know, just be good people and think about everyone and think about others than yourself. If you have people in your neighborhood, like I got an old guy at the end of my block and I'm kind of wondering if someone's looking out for him and I'm, I might have to knock on that door and see if he's okay. Um, you know, cool. just try to be good people the next few weeks. And, uh, I, I think we're going to hopefully make it out. Okay. On the other side. And if you need an expired Adver discus, 600 bucks hit up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Daddy's got bills, brother. <laughs> the rough house podcast is a weekly podcast. Follow us at Roughhouse SGW on Twitter and facebook.com slash the rough house podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital U-C-E-G-J-2-1-N, lowercase w, capital G, lowercase k, capital P, M, lowercase l, capital D, N, 7, lowercase c, 3, lowercase r, lowercase f, U, V, Q. This is the, the Rough House, Rough House uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. And Marty? The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network. The WWE Network 999 with a six-month commitment is committed to you. Not just original WWE, ECW, and WCW programming, but original feature films based off of super popular franchises. That's right. We're giving you Stingblade. Mm-hmm. Hiding in the rafters. Mm-hmm. You got face paint on. Black trench coat, scorpion upon chest, face paint. What will the slow country fella do next against the authority? I just hang around in the room for a little bit. Have potted meat and crackers, hootie crackers. I might fall. This isn't the same one you guys use for Owen, is it? Sting, WWE Legends contract signee, returns triumphantly for an original WWE production. Stingblade on the WWE Network. Y'all not do that, that boy. Mm. Genders are fire. They're good. Good guy. Drew McIntyre. JTG, I agree with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Vicky got it. I miss Vicky's ass. We got a big butt. I want to bite her butt. Stingblade on the WWE Network. Available eventually. Mm-hmm. We're running out of money.